Today's Words and Nerds podcast is sponsored by The Accomplice by Steve Kavanagh. If you were married to a serial killer, would you know? Steve Kavanagh's follow-up to the best-selling 13, 50-50 and The Devil's Advocate is his twistiest yet. The Sandman serial killings have been solved. Daniel Miller murdered 14 people before he vanished. His wife Carrie now faces trial as his accomplice. The FBI, the district attorney, the media and everyone in America believe she knew and helped cover up her husband's crimes. The only thing between a life in jail or free Freedom is Eddie Flynn and his team. Steve Kavanagh is the master of the twist and The Accomplice will keep you guessing right to the last page. The Accomplice is released in Australia on the 26th of July. Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny V. From all of us in the writing community, we just think we're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm Uh. feeling sick. Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to another episode of the Words and Nerds podcast, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears wherever you are, except this is not any old episode, as I have an amazing human, author, an illustrator, and brother from another mother, but they couldn't come. So instead, I've got Adrian J. Beck to celebrate Yay, you've got me. And this is, why wouldn't you want me on (laughs) such an auspicious occasion? Auspicious occasion. Well, you were 14th on the list. It is an auspicious occasion. And for people who can't see, which is everyone, um, Adrian's wearing a really weird cap. He's kind of giving Ferris Bueller vibes, but not in a good way. (laughs) Oh, and and a bow tie. Well, You know, really got it going on. Because this auspicious occasion is <gasps> the 500th Words and Nerds episode. Like what? So what? that is incredible. That is incredible. I remember when you started this, uh, Daddy, you were in grade seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had no friends listening. <laughs> <laughs> and all those years ago, you decided you had this one dream, one dream. to start a literary podcast. True. And look at you now. You're still doing it. <laughs> I'm still doing it. Nothing's <laughs> well changed done. except I've done 500 of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. There's so many people that have come and had a chat with you on this wonderful podcast. Uh, the biggest names in the industry, some small names, but mostly big names. And it's been, it's been great that you've been able to be such a huge supporter for all the creators right across Australia and some international creators as well. But um, we do very much love what you do and really appreciate what you do for the community so thank you and congratulations on 500 episodes what the the number five is is a bit cool this at this moment so 500 episodes fifty thousand plays a month and get this are you ready drum roll moment five cupcakes yes but also okay (laughs) i was was hoping for cupcakes also five hundred thousand plays altogether wow that's amazing 
So the fives, the fives is big. It's a big number this time. Weird, it is, huh? It is. Yeah. That's yeah. some sort of. We need to get a, a numerologist on and tell <laughs> tell us why the five is so important. Only if it's good news. Otherwise, I don't want to know. <laughs> now, Adrian J. Beck, I know you don't want to talk about you, but I'm just going to say we didn't have spin-offs or takeovers before that was your idea. And since then, it wasn't just me, lonely me in my, at my desk. We've got spin-offs. We've got like six of them at the moment. And we've had takeovers and we had summer series takeover and publishing insider, which was hugely popular and NaNoWriMo. And I know you hate it, but guess what? That was that was like your idea. So oh, not top really. job, Barris. Not really. Top not job, at all. Barris. Not at all. Hey, no, it's congratulations and well done. Those so many fabulous memories. And the thing is, we couldn't do a five hundred episode. Well, you know, I I demanded. You I demanded. demanded these next guests for the five hundred. Demanded because, five cupcakes, only yes. blue M and M's, and two special guests. I got I got nothing but the two special guests. But <laughs> I, that, that was fortunately that was what I wanted most of all, and uh, I'm so excited to have these two well, on the five hundred. Well, let's describe bet. them right and see if listeners can guess who they are. Like, do you yeah. want to describe them? Like, you say a descriptive word, I'll say a descriptive word. Okay. Uh, and then we'll see if listeners can guess who it is. Yeah, smiley. Ooh, I like that. Sassy blue. <laughs> Sassy blue. Um, uh, manicured. Ooh, <laughs> incredibly famous. <laughs> Friends with Burjo. <laughs> <laughs> Previous TV sensation yes i think i think people are working it out and if they hadn't have worked it out yet they would have seen it in the description of the podcast it is the wonderful <laughs> the, the my f- absolute favorite i just love these two and the creators of my daughter's favorite book of all time if you don't mind matt cosgrove and eva amores thanks for having us yeah congratulations daddy five hundred episodes of a podcast that's like that's like a, a million in normal years right podcast years that's Maybe. yeah i do not want to add up the hours it'll be yeah. like many years of my life yeah, it's, congratulations it's we're such big fans we listen all the time love that publishing insider series that was incredible and it's so nice just to listen it's like you're hanging out with friends so um, here's to 500 more. Danny, can you do it? I can do it. And Matt, it's not like hanging out with friends. I think I think we are friends. Come yeah, on. Well, <laughs> well I, we, we're friends. We tolerate Adrian. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm friends with Eva. Eva and I are besties. Correct. See? Correct. Got even, that? With, even with that hat, Eva, are you sure? Especially with that hat. <laughs> Oh, well, it's so exciting to have Matt and Eva here. I mean, obviously, they, I mean, what what hasn't what haven't they done? Well, they've they've done haven't done a lot of stuff, I suppose, when you think about <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyway, um, but they've written lots of great books. <laughs> Matt Cosgrove. And we he's need to talk so about many, one. He's done one. so many Macarel Packer books. It's not funny. I mean, you could literally use them to stump your house. There is that many of them, and I have. <laughs> he's currently living in a Maca alpaca house. and Dharma and so many other books as well and then he thought to himself you know what how can I take myself to the next level mm. and he said as every smart husband does he said <laughs> I'm going to get my wife involved and Eva and Matt have come up with uh, 
the worst week ever. And Tuesday has been out just a little while now. And I think they're working on Wednesday. But um, for those that haven't caught up on Worst Week Ever, Matt and Eva, what can you tell us about it? Is, is, is it basically the name's on the tin, right? Yeah, yeah the, the title says it all. It's the worst week ever. One week of one kid's worst week ever. Everything that can go wrong does go wrong for him. And it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, seven book series that's just uh, bursting with laughs and adventure and um, jam-packed with illustrations and grossness, silliness, funniness, everything you could want. In a book, it's in there. We hope. We're trying. We're doing we our best. <laughs> but you know, my question is: you put everything into Monday, and it was amazing. And then, obviously, you found more ideas and went, "Okay, let's put everything into Tuesday." Is it getting harder and harder for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? We actually uh, at the beginning plotted out all the days, so we, we already know kind of what's going to happen. For each mm. day so yeah so we had it spread out a big sheet of paper for monday for tuesday for up mm. to sunday on the table and a million post-it notes stuck on what was going to happen on this day what was going to happen on that day and then it was like oh there's not much happening on thursday we better steal a bit of wednesday and put it over there and then mm. we're like oh no that makes more sense to happen on friday so we shuffled that around so yeah we were lucky at the beginning we put a lot of thought into what was going to happen on each day so we Hopefully, we're not going to run out of <laughs> of stuff. And we're, hopefully, we've planned ourselves um, into a good spot here. But Smart. Very smart. <laughs> oh, very smart. Now, is there any truth to the rumour, uh, Jules Faber told me this, that um, you took a lot of inspiration from song titles. So you, you went with Manic Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You went with, you went with uh, <laughs> um, Friday, I'm in love. Ooh. And I'm looking forward to Sunday, Bloody Sunday. How are you going to bring <laughs> that one to life? Is that is there truth or is Jules having a lend to me there? Yeah, don't believe anything Jules says. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Jules. Uh, um, no, I... I work in total silence. So I know some writers have that soundtrack in the background where they're inspired by music. I work in total silence. Whereas you, Eva, you love a bit of pop music. And... I'm a big fan girl. So What's... I'm, I'm looking forward to Thursday because that's, where I, that's my time to shine. Wow. Thursday. It's just going to pour itself onto Thursday. Oh, wow. Exciting. Hey, what's the, what's the soundtrack that you sort of listen to when you're writing these books? The Sound of Nature. But... Oh, <laughs> I thought it was pop music. A bit, a, a bit of traffic, a bit of our neighbour, <laughs> leaf blower. <laughs> I hear the leaf blower is very inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always every morning eight o'clock is out with that leaf blower they don't even have any trees so we don't know what leaves they're blowing but mm. it's so <laughs> interesting Maybe. interesting do you think your neighbor will be listening to this episode no <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> well fifty thousand and one listeners well, <laughs> that would be good hey maybe we should go and have a word to him and get him on board hey um adrian can i just pause for a second sure. you've had a hat on yeah. sideways like and ferris billis's poor cousin and then you've got a bow tie and you've just actually wrapped a blue necktie around your head 
What's happening? Well, look, I'm trying to get into the into the scheme, this the color scheme of this right. because it's Tuesday is blue. Now, here, here's here's a hard hitting question for you. Now, this they've never been asked this before, <laughs> and for good reason. Uh, why is Monday red and Tuesday's blue, and Thursday's fine and Sunday too? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> there is a method to the madness, Ooh. and my clue because. Lots of people have been asking what colour Wednesday will be. Yellow, definitely yellow. Look at a colour wheel. There is a pattern. Is there? Mathematician in me. Well, the last one must be green because green is the opposite to red. Well, we could talk about colours all day, clearly. (laughs) Um, We could just keep guessing colours. Do you want to do that? Purple, green, orange. They're not going to tell us. No, we pick the colours. We're really going with that strong colour theme, really just to make each book sort of pop off that shelf and um, have that strong branding and identity. And just, I guess we've both got that design background. It's just fun for us as well. So Saturday won't be grey? Uh, no, we, it's, everything's bright and colourful <laughs> and fun. Yeah. No beige, no, no grey. No There's no beige, no room for beige in this no party. Beige. No way, no way. <laughs> hey, Matt, were you a little bit worried? Uh, you come from such sweet and lovely little Macca and such sweet and lovely Dharma. And then you get the worst week ever and it's raucous. It's out there, man. It's like punk rock. Were you thinking, my brand is trashed. I'm never going to do National <laughs> Simultaneous Storytime ever again. This is all over for me. Yeah, I've ruined everything. Um, no, I think there's that sort of separation between picture books and uh, middle grade books. And I'm very conscious of the reader when I'm doing it. So when I'm illustrating the picture book, it is very happy, friendly, nice, lovely, let's all have a great big hug. Whereas when we're doing the middle grade books, you know, we've got the older kids reading that. So they're smarter, they're more streetwise, they know how the world works. And you can be a lot cheekier, a lot naughtier and a lot ruder and a bit more gross and disgusting. And um, I wasn't so worried about the brand. I think there's enough sort of separation between the picture books and the middle grade books. It's definitely going for a different target audience. So hopefully, I don't know. Um, I, I haven't had any backlash yet from angry mm. Macca fans. <laughs> what have you done? Let, Just you no, wait. Yeah. No, wait till no, Wednesday. Misery style kidnappings or hobblings <laughs> without. I wonder if uh, I wonder if the next sort of installation of Macca or Dharma, they'll 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 slip in. You'll slip in a bit of that edgy stuff accidentally, and your your publisher will have to pull you back. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's I think um, always definitely really conscious of the audience and who I'm writing for. So um, I hope there's a little bit of cheekiness and fun in the Macca books, but definitely um, I think all writers are sort of conscious of who the reader is going to be and yeah I, I don't I think I think I'm safe for now but now I'm nervous and paranoid and <laughs> yeah, worried that's, you should that's, be that's our job that's how we roll we like to get guests on like and then planting those seeds yeah we like doubt. to plant seeds and make you have more self I mean writers don't have enough self-doubt I think yeah I'm I think just- yeah, writers and illustrators need another dose of self-doubt. There's not enough going on, I think. Yeah, no <laughs> sleep tonight. I'll just be lying in bed, like <laughs> running every scene through my mind. <laughs> and the thing is, you have put Macca, you've put Macca in, for those with eagle eyes, you've put Macca in Worst Week Ever Tuesday. 
I did sneak Macca into, there's a library scene in Worst Week Ever Tuesday. So that was fun to sort of draw on. Um, all the libraries I've been able to visit during, during school visits. And I was able to sort of really go to town and create this dream library with a book vending machine and all these incredible displays. And yeah, in the picture book section amongst the beanbags, I did slip in, you know, a copy of Mac of the Alpaca and Dharma the Lama, you know, maybe subliminal cross promotion or maybe some <laughs> of my fans that have grown up along the way or I love just, that. A fun, just a fun thing for me to do. Like, in my other picture books that weren't Macca books, I still snuck in Macca into the background. So um, I guess that's the fun thing as an, as an illustrator, maybe it's easier to do than a writer. A writer can maybe include a name here or a secret word there, but illustrators can definitely um, sneak in a lot of other stuff into the background. I've always done that with my books. I've um, you know, put in little secret code messages to the kids in there and you know I love uh, that. yeah I've referenced like things that happened to me and my brother like in the background of stuff so there it, it is fun what you can sort of get away with um as an illustrator if you sneak it into the background it's not <laughs> where's wally it's where's macca yeah it is a little bit like that <laughs> Your, um, earlier christmas book there's there's like a a rat a mouse yeah. on each page there's a fr frog on every oh, page it, yeah mm. <laughs> big fan big fan <laughs> <laughs> rat frog look yeah, i can understand it. how you get it's their model done. it's pretty little. similar yeah four legs <laughs> Like I mean, that's just a animal. comment on your drawing, Matt, more than anything. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sometimes curious whether Eva has actually read my books. Sometimes, once she was talking about a book and talking about the character as a, as a girl, I was like, the character's a boy. Have you even read this story? I think it you know was, what, though, Matt? Once, dedicated to her. Oh, I love it. Once you put your book out into the world, you don't own it anymore. It's up to the reader to interpretate, interpret, interpretate, interpret your, your, your images. So, if it's a if, if Eva says it's a rat, it's a rat. It's mm. the author is dead. It's all in. If it's a frog, it's a rat. It's whatever. Mm. Who, who am I to argue? Who are you? No, that's who true. Argue. Hey, Eva. Speaking of characters, poor old Justin Chase. I mean, he has got just about anything you could ever ever think of thrown at him, and it's only Tuesday. He's got like a, now. I'm just got to work this out. Five mm. more it's days a, to go. Five more days to go. Um. <laughs> How do you write a character? You know that you're going to pretty much, as an author, you're going to torture this character, right? How do you write a character <laughs> that it's fun to watch being tortured, but also, you know, a character that's not just going to say, right, I've had enough. Tuesday sucked. I'm staying in bed for the rest of the week. Well, Justin's actually a combination of Matt and I. A lot of the things that he goes through, we've been through, but it's just a hundred times worse. So... For example, without any um, saying any spoilers for Tuesday, he has an incident with um, a depilatory cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yes. I, We've I, all been there. <laughs> I've actually accidentally used a cream as a tooth. tooth <laughs> How does that feel? <laughs> shock to the system <laughs> <laughs> or i put eye cream as 
my lip gloss. <laughs> I've got bad eyesight, but I really wear glasses. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess with, like Eva was saying, Justin's a combo of us and just when bad stuff happens, you just have to keep on going. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever bad stuff happens, you just have to sort of, um, you know, get on with it. And it's kind of sort of been our um, philosophy in life along the way, whatever bad things have happened, you know, we've tried to turn it around and we've really sort of tried to invest those qualities of mm. resilience in Justin. Like this whole series started because the pandemic happened and Eva got made redundant. I had every speaking engagement for an entire year cancelled. And so suddenly we had all of this free time. It's like, geez, what are we going to do? So we sort of thought, well, now's the perfect time. Let's write this book we've always been talking about. So mm. taking that negative, bad situation and trying to spin it into a positive. Mm. And we kind of really tried to make Justin this eternally optimistic kid no matter what happens to him he's like all right plan a didn't work i'm going to try plan b when that doesn't work all right i'm going to try plan c he just keeps on going keeps on trying and keeps on um soldiering on and to make him like you said not uh like this pathetic victim we kind of gave him that sort of courage and resilience and we also gave him that incredible support network his mom loves him his dad loves him his nan loves him his best friend mia loves him so he's got that support around him so whatever happens no matter how bad it is it kind of you know he has that community around him that family who would mm. sort of catch him and lift him up and sort of brush him off and say you know just keep on going you know so <laughs> we really hope kids take that away from it because kids are facing so much you know, rubbish, bad stuff at the moment. We kind of are giving them the opportunity to live vicariously and see just every terrible bad thing that could possibly happen happen to this guy, to Justin. And he's okay at the end of it. He makes it through and you can sort of um laugh at his misadventures and sort mm. of say, Oh yeah, it's fine. It's the, the most terrible things happen to him and it's still fine, you know, it's still, <laughs> funny and he's happy and, you know, he makes it through. So hopefully amongst all the laughs, there's that sort of message of hope that's buried in amongst all the grossness and weirdness and silliness. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love beneath that, that optimism, because like you were saying, I think kids need it. And I think, you know, it's beyond resilience because resilience just sounds really hard. Like, oh, I've got to be resilient and all these horrible things are happening to, happening to me. So I love the idea of just being optimistic and knowing that even when bad stuff happen, the world happens, the world is awesome. You can still find joy ignore sometimes the bad stuff that kids you know have have unfortunately you know been exposed to even though we try not to expose them to it's pretty hard <laughs> for them oh, not yeah, to hear yeah. about all the stuff yeah. so it's really i love these books that just have this joy and optimism particularly when everything's going wrong for this kid and he doesn't stay in bed he gets up and's like right gonna get dressed for wednesday bring it yeah. Bring it Wednesday. I think I'd stay in bed myself if I was Justin. Um, but you then know that'd what? be a pretty boring book, Adrian. Yeah, that's you I'm eating not... cupcakes in bed. Gosh, gosh, that sounds terrific to me. I'd, I'd be up for that. That's what a story! You, you guess the plot for Sunday. That's my fun day. Hey, um, now listen. I wanted to ask you to pick up on something you just said, and that's the support network. And one of the great characters in this book, and you know who I'm going to mention, um, is his dad. <laughs> his dad who always has a different nickname for him. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, now, here's the funny thing. His dad is so supportive of him, yet his dad causes 
so much of his problems. Absolutely, yeah. He's just <laughs> entirely clueless. About so, so what I'm wondering here is, um, do you have a uh, do you have a plumbing friend, a plumber <laughs> that's that's caused a lot of problems in your life, and this is your way of, of documenting them? <laughs> or um, is it or, based off Adrian? Yeah, is it based <laughs> off? If is it based off a of plumbing plumbing problems that you've had at the house, or what's going on there? I wish we had a plumbing friend or an electrician. Maybe maybe we need to have a tradie insider on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's not based on a particular plumber. I guess introducing the idea of the plumbing is just, I guess that idea of toilet humour is funny for kids and it just lets us um, get away with, you know, constant references to toilets and blockages and that kind of silly thing so there was nothing um nothing more sort of nothing deeper than that in choosing that profession except um his profession does become a really important plot point um mm. actually it's you know it's relevant in monday but it becomes really uh really important more i think important. around maybe around Friday is when dad is really going to come into his own and we're going to be really glad that there's a plumber on the scene to ah. sort out some things. Is there a plumber in the house? Yes. You don't want to hear that at a party, do you? It's going to be dad's <laughs> time to shine. So. Yeah, but I guess in many ways, he's just based on every dad. It's like um, every dad embarrasses their kids. That's the whole point mm. of being, of a, dad. being a dad. Like, That's our job. <laughs> the number one benefit but mm -hmm. so it's taken little bits and pieces of um you know us embarrassing the kids in a way like the whole idea from worst week ever sort of spun from our kids and that language of worst week ever i think once the one of my sons said to me you're the lamest dad in the universe mm -hmm. i was just struck by how wow. impressive that statement was it wasn't like yes. you're just the lamest dad in sydney or new south wales mm. or australia or the mm. world or the mm. galaxy like the universe of that's a t-shirt matt universe <laughs> that have um spawned an offspring i am the lamest and i just loved that language that kids use that exaggeration of you know you're the lamest dad in the universe or i'm starving or I'm bored to death and that kind of idea of exaggeration Extreme. of extremes sort of mm. so when your children insult idea. you you don't get upset you're like yes I'm gonna put this <laughs> in my book thank that, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lamest dad of the multiverse now that's the next <laughs> time <laughs> you've stolen Adrian's title though now. <laughs> yeah what, hey, what's your Eva, title going to be well, now, AB? Well, I don't, I don't know. There could be multiple versions of me being lame all around the world, all around the universe. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> I don't think that's a stretch. Hey, Eva, you said you had planned it all out, but I know you two, you, you meet a lot of the kids' fans. I know that uh, Sydney Writers Fest recently, you met a lot of kids there. How much does um, do your plans change and shift based on their feedback? Does it, does it um, sort of slightly colour the next few drafts? Well, we have room to expand certain characters. Or, mm. um, so we love getting feedback um, from social media or talking to kids. Um, usually their parents message us and go, they love this bit. And then I jump in and just, you know, send them 100 questions. <laughs> That's kind of what... Um, I, I do for a living. I'm, I'm a user experience designer. So mm. it's all about getting feedback. Whereas 
um, maps like the artists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't like the feedback. The yeah, artist. No, so yeah. artist. <laughs> yeah. or, or tour or something or like tour. that. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So very different approaches. So really Eva's job, it's all about you get feedback and you tailor the product mm. to better suit the audience. Whereas like, I'm a sort of diva dramatic artist. You know, no one understands my vision. You know, I just want to do what I want. So it's good having that um balance between our approaches. So yeah, it's been so I like that your approaches. I like that you used a very good euphemism there, Matt. Your <laughs> approaches. I'm I'm actually picturing Matt. You know, having this rock star tantrum. You know, like yeah, Guns N' Roses have just gone through your house, and Eva's going, yeah. "No, no, it's okay. Is this is this the approach?" <laughs> no, I, I always go back to the readers. This is the feedback. Oh yes, yes. So <laughs> it's it's it's, it's the readers. Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> It's the readers. So, no, so that actually has been really good um, during this series. So Monday was really created in a vacuum, just us doing what we thought would be good and then yeah. we put that out into the world. And we had time while we were working on feedback, working on Tuesday to get feedback from the kids that were reading it. So it was really great to suddenly get some input and find out, oh, this this really worked. They really responded to this character or to this. This resonated. Yeah, to- so to the readers so let's let's have a bit more of that did anything surprise you not really what surprised us i think it surprised us how much the kids actually embraced it and they got excited about it i'm always so um pessimistic whenever I release anything. I just sort of expect it to, um, you know, disappear into the oblivion of publishing. Whereas I'm the eternal Yeah, I'm just like, yep, we're going to have a TV series. (laughs) Just, you know, putting it out there. I really think that, you know. And that, again, balance. Balance is great. (laughs) So, yeah, totally different. I guess, expectations as well of what was going to happen. So to get feedback from kids going, oh, we love this or, you know, this is what we think is going to happen or, um, you know, we love this character or we love this scene, it was really, um, really encouraging and really um, inspiring, I guess, or really motivating to sort of um, know that kids were actually reading this and looking forward to it and are excited for the the next edition in the book. So, but at the same time, it was a lot of pressure to um, hear that that you know we've only just released Monday and straight away when's Tuesday coming out? We yeah. released Tuesday. It's like when is Wednesday coming out? <laughs> it's like we were working as fast as we can. <laughs> That's a good point because you would have to be um, specifically Matt. Uh, you would have to be releasing the most content out of any creator in kid lit at the moment. I mean, there's a few others that come to mind, but you would be right up there. How the heck do you do it? Uh, he doesn't sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> so it's the, the worst week ever. They're highly illustrated. Mm. Like it takes a long time. Yeah, so I'm 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 neck deep in illustrating Wednesday at the moment. So the words are all approved. But yeah, it's literally. I, I'm always at the back going. Go faster. Draw faster. So, yeah, at the moment it is really I wake up and I start drawing and then until I go to sleep at the moment. It is, it's full on. So, um, yeah, I don't, 
I don't know why I did that to myself, but <laughs> kind of um, we kind of like locked into that um, delivery, that release date of one every six months, which still isn't fast enough mm. for <laughs> the kids. But yeah, so I'm, I'm drawing quite out. The plus side is I love it. It's yeah. so much fun to be doing it. I can never complain about drawing for a living you know um i can't convince anybody not, <laughs> if, not myself that drawing is hard work it's not hard work it's fun it's a joy it's a privilege to be able to do it but sometimes i really just want to have a nap <laughs> so since you haven't slept in the last sort of you know year you'll be really excited to know that we have a quiz for you Ooh, oh, yes. Yes. A quiz Absolutely. that you know is going to let listeners know just exactly the man you are your intelligence uh -huh. your social intelligence oh, your mm. emotional intelligence what else adrian well Let's it's also for eva out. so we've kind of found out the the, the the woman yeah, but she's she fine she's fine like she's got sleep she's oh, got right. high oq she's okay. good i'm just trying to freak matt out for not having yeah. your, your last quiz nearly got us divorced oh. <laughs> <laughs> how well yeah. do you know your partner gosh i hope we can sort it out this time um, um the divorce adrian or you're hoping you can get <laughs> Like, oh, you should be clearer on this. Let's just leave it ambivalent. Okay. Now, <laughs> this happens? is now the, here is this this is testament to now like 500 episodes. 500 episodes is huge, right? Mm. There's no doubt about it. But thanks for having us. Yeah, we're honored we to so... be here for the 500. Well, I said to Adrian, we need to do something for the 500 and both of us at the same time went Matt and Eva. It was yeah. just like <laughs> an amazing moment. It was. It was amazing. But um, even Adrian more amazing. said his own name first and then he said, oh, no, Matt and Eva. I, mean, <laughs> I said, oh, come on. No, no. The, the thing is, 500 episodes is amazing. 50,000 listens a month is amazing and climbing. But I tell you what is just as amazing. I wouldn't like to say one's better than the other. Is the fact that the worst week ever is set to be released in 21 countries and counting. That's obviously heaps better. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-four, actually. See, that's why I said in counting even. Twenty-four. When he did his research, it was twenty-one, and already right. it's twenty-four. Yeah, I googled this six months ago. Wake up every morning with email, uh, a new email going. Um, we've we've sold to another territory. It's incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It is. It's great. It must be. It must be. How does it feel to have come up with something, and it just be so successful straight off the bat? Again. I'm in shock. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is normal. I'm like, this isn't normal. This never happens. You don't understand. This is like next level out of this world. So our, our publisher, Scholastic, was saying the the speed that it's getting picked up. Yeah. It's just it's never happened, apparently. So, so yes. are you gonna be Super too exciting. famous to come on Words and Nerds by Wednesday? I'm feeling worried. We'll always be here. But yeah, Let's just been... lock in right through to Sunday, okay? You've heard it here, everyone. They're locked in. I don't care if they've got movie deals and they've got, you know, famous people. You're locked in till Sunday, right? Yeah, love it. You'll be the most famous people in our lives. <laughs> That's sad for you. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, this, this, it's, well, I'm pretty famous. Well, uh, this uh, <laughs> was obviously a joke, people. Um, people think, people, when you people have to listen to this podcast and they jokes. say, gee, I didn't know how up yourself you were. And I said, <laughs> yeah. and I, I think mean, when myself, you have to qualify your jokes, Adrian, are they jokes? Yeah, well, that, because people think that I'm, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we're going to get on with this quiz, Danny, before you, before you derail the 500 episode. We've got to straighten up a bit, okay? No. All right, so. 21 different countries, worst week ever. The first one, 
I'll probably be corrected on this too. But I believe the first one is the Netherlands, okay? And in the Netherlands, uh, worst week ever, uh, <laughs> my pronunciation is going to be perfect here, is called Stomsty Week Oot. If you translate that back to, to, to English, like you, you translate it to the other country and then you come back, it translates to stupidest week ever, which is <laughs> pretty funny. So it's title. not quite... Not quite exactly the same. So this has inspired a short quiz, which is Matt versus Eva. Um, now, who would be best at picking some of our favourite Aussie kidlit titles that have been translated to an overseas title and then back again, yes. sort of awkwardly through Google Translate? Okay. So we need some buzzers. Uh, I th- Can I call a friend? <laughs> I th- what should Matt? What should Matt's buzzer be, Danny? Um, I think it has to have something to do with an alpaca. Okay. Can you do an alpaca call, Matt? Mm, alpaca noises are weird. I can't remember. Yeah, that's why we want you to do one. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. And what about Eva's buzzer? Oh, um, I've got Dharma here. <laughs> Dharma here? This is my buzzer. You need your own buzzer. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Eva's buzzer is to is to bop Matt on the head with Can a copy of the Can you say bop? Bop. Okay, Bob. Bob. Okay. okay, all right. <laughs> it's Matt versus Eva. Uh, talk us through your answers then when you're sure. Uh, buzz in, okay? So you can talk over each other and, and you know, it can be really some really awkward audio is what we go for on the 500 episode. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, who's going to ask the first? Oh, there's an example of what we're talking about okay, here. Yes. Danny, okay. do you want to give the, the good yes. people an example? The example is together we sprint next day. Ooh, what might that have originally been before it got... Tr- tr- oh, was there a... Was there a sound? Your buzzers need to be a bit oh, yeah. louder. You go, okay. you go. I'm going to go? Or do you want to go? go. Well, it's just an example. It, it doesn't is it, matter. Is it, is it Tomorrow We Run by Nat Amor and Mike Barry? Yes, we yeah. run tomorrow. We run exactly. tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know, you got. Okay. I would have given it to you. I got all the words just in the wrong order. Yeah, yeah, I would have given Very it to you. Okay, <laughs> that didn't count. That that didn't count. That was. You're um, keeping track of score, Adrian. It's, oh, not, thanks. Not, it's not my forte. Thanks, Danny, because it's so mine. Okay. <laughs> One point, Matt. Uh, no, Matt, you didn't that get an that as an example. <laughs> Listen up. Okay, here we go. Here's the, here's the next one. What is this title? Halt the paternal progenitors' witticisms. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 Matt. Stop the dad jokes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Simon yes. Paternal progenate progenitor. Progenitors, witticisms. I mean, well, when you translate it one way, then it comes back again in a strange sort of way, Danny. That's just the way what Google Translate works. Okay. He cool. got it. He got I love it. it. Okay, right. one to Matt. Are you ready for this one? Poultry singers. Poultry singers. Poultry Ooh. singers. <laughs> is, yep. it, is it Chicken Divas by listening to Cupid? Oh, oh, Matt's done it again. Killing it. Divas, yeah. Two points to Matt. This is oh, this is my jam. God, yeah. I love this. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is on no sleep. He's like, I'm yeah. killing it. Okay. Okay. They've been translated to another language. They've come back into English. The literal translation for this next title is Full Fracture. Full Fracture. <laughs> Full Fracture. This is hard. <laughs> They're looking so confused. Is it Max Crack? This is unbelievable. Wow. This okay. is unbelievable. This okay. is going to be easy, all right? So oh. be quick on the buzzer. The Geek Flock. 
Oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> The, that's nerd herd. The nerd herd. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah. You're amazing. Wow. Yes. Okay. Matt is on fire with this. This is going to be a hard on. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon yeah, Matt so is, a, is a linguist. Five cupcakes, Matt, coming your way. I think Matt's a linguist. Okay, here we go. Um, the next one is, uh, oh, this is a tough one. The existent Columbidae. Colum the existent Columbidae. Wow. Did you make this quiz up, Adrian? Columbidae. 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 The existent Columbidae. I don't even know what Columbidae is. Adrian made this up. No, this is this is all legitimate. This is a literal translation. Is that a word? What? I've got to think about maybe the think about the first part. The existent type of bird. Oh, there's a good clue. The existent type of bird. Eva, what, what's your favourite kind of grey bird? <laughs> She's not sure. What's your favourite kind of <laughs> bird that eats a lot of bread? Eva. Is it the bin chicken? Is it? <laughs> no, Matt, that's a point off you. That's oh, no, a... Say Bob, Eva, say Bob. It's real pigeons. Unbeatable. He is unbeatable. Columbidae. Columbidae. Yeah, what? Is that maybe that maybe you should figure out how to say the words before well, you put them in a quiz, Adrian. That's a scientific <laughs> word for it, Danny. I mean, you maybe you should go. Uh, hey Siri, how do I say column bidet? You wouldn't bidet? know. You wouldn't is that a know. Because I'm scientific. We'll never know, Matt. Things. We'll never know. <laughs> you just look it up. Col Columbidae. Columbidae. That's you. It's almost like at the point. Thanks, Dave Attenborough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Second last one. Can Matt bring it home? 100 percent relations bush. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Thanks, Adrian. I appreciate that. <laughs> Relations. Yeah, but beep, 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 beep. Yes. The, the family tree by Josh. Oh, oh he's just too good. He's, he's just amazing. Yes. Can you bring it home? Oh, Adrian, I can't believe hey, you've done this. Now, the thing is, the thing is here, Matt is on six points, right? Eva's, oh, Eva's on, <laughs> in, 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 Eva's on love. Uh, this, is, uh, this, is love. this is what we call it in tennis, love. and it's what we call it in this. It's six love, and the weird thing Thank is, you. the last question is worth seven points. So wow. it's anyone's game, okay? Wow, that's amazing. Okay. That's amazing, Adrian, All right. that you've, Here we go. you've done last this. Question. From the okay. very beginning, you did this, didn't you? This is a title, that an Aussie Kidlet title that has been sent overseas, uh, translated, and then the literal translation has been sent back to us, and it is this. One's bizarre maternal figure. My my Danny's book. <laughs> my extraordinary mum. No, Eva got, Eva got in first. And and she also used violence, which we endorse on the fifty five hundred episode. Adrian. Okay. Eva. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just telling it how it is. This is like words and nerds meets MMA. Okay. <laughs> Eva. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. Eva, well, you got in first. What what do you what do you think that one's bizarre maternal figure means? Ordinary mom. Is she right, Danny V? <laughs> She's correct, 
She's correct and she wins seven to six. <laughs> well done. I just saw Matt's tired eyes widening. I was robbed. I was so close to those five cupcakes. <laughs> well done, Eva. A champion effort there. That was excellent. See, you don't waste any energy until you need to. And Matt just, he was spent by the time you got to the last that's question. Adrian's tagline for life. Don't waste any energy unless you that's right. Even if you need to, it's questionable. I had, I had a, a personal trainer once said to me, you're very efficient. Ah. I'm efficient with my energy. I like that. I like oh, that. Energy efficient. I love it. <laughs> energy efficient uh, human being. Uh, well, there you go. I'm looking forward to seeing my extraordinary mum on the shelf. Oh, I'm, I was lucky enough to have a sneak peek and it is genuinely such an awesome book. It's so cool, so much energy, so... So just lovely, just excited for that to be out in the world. So whatever, whatever language it's in. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One's bizarre maternal figure. That's the sequel, obviously. <laughs> That's right. I think you missed a trick there. I, I, did. I missed a catchy title. title. I really did. <laughs> Oh, hey, what a pleasure it's been spending the 500th episode with Matt Cosgrove and Eva Amores. It's just been fantastic. They are two of my favourite creators in the whole country, in the whole world, in too. the whole universe, in the whole multiverse. <laughs> they are amazing. An absolute treat to spend this time with you to celebrate 500 episodes of Words and Nerds. Danny, you're a legend. Congratulations. Oh, we you. love you. Yes. We kind. also love you, Adrian. We don't say we it do. out loud. But we, we don't do. ever say it, do we? We like you. Why don't people say it? Love feels a little bit strong, <laughs> but we like like you. Yeah. No, I agree with Matt and Eva. Amazing 500th episode. Well done, Danny. We love what you've done. We love everything about you and um that you've you've united a nation danny so well done 500 wow. episodes and um can we come on the uh seventh uh, 700th episode 600 700,000th millionth <laughs> i meant to Locking say thousands in. but some reason i said 700 maybe well, 700 was a bit random maybe. i'm not sure <laughs> a bit random. what a show thanks matt and eva Love your Thank work. Thank you, Adrian. Thank, Thank you, Danny. You. We love you guys. Words in it forever. <laughs> and look, Bye. just to end, I know, look, this is going to get sappy, but I can't do these interviews without all of you. Oh. So, you know, thank you. I don't, otherwise, I'd be speaking to myself. So, thank you. Yeah, it might make more sense. <laughs> yeah.